Welcome to today's episode of Women's Football Success. I'm your host, Lynn Liberty Ellington. This is episode 2008. 2008. Today, I'm going to talk about a couple of things. We're going to get ready um, here in the next coming weeks. We're going to have um, some guests on to start working through um, a bunch of the players in the WFA. But real quick, I wanted to touch on some things that I talked about last week. First, I'm going to do just a couple of the tryouts um, that I put together here that are coming up. Um, that I haven't been able to mention or that have things coming up this weekend, um, some announcements. And then as I talked about last week, um, I thought it would be a good idea to go through Women's Football 101. And I'll share with you in a little bit why I'm doing that. And uh, um, hopefully that'll help some people out. So real quick, again, this is episode 2008 of Women's Football Success. My name's Lynn Liberty Ellington. I'm an attorney licensed to practice law in the state of Arkansas, but I'm not your attorney. All the information that I provide on the radio show, on the blogs, on the internet, digital and print materials is all business information and does not constitute legal advice. If you have an issue that needs legal assistance, please talk to a, an attorney in your jurisdiction with experience in that type of law. With that being said, um, I'm gonna go ahead and go through some tryouts that we have coming up. Um, I hadn't mentioned yet, um, the St. Louis Slam has a new tryout. Theirs isn't coming until, um, they had one on the 3rd, they have another one on December 7th, and I'm gonna share that real quick on women's football success. So as you guys go on to women's football success, you do have to put information in there um, in order to be able to join and then they will um, accept you on as a person. Hold on just a second. Sorry, I can't talk right now. There we go. Okay, um, so I'm gonna post the St. Louis Slam um, tryout there. It's at Hickson, H-I-X-O-N, middle school on December 7th. Um, that's getting into December when people are all out relaxing and having fun. So um, that's going to be at 11 a.m. Um, the let me go up here. I had a couple more that I just wanted to announce. Shout out for the um, KT Tape sponsorship, which is awesome. That's going to be pretty cool. Let's see here. There was one over here that I hadn't got. Oh, Utah Blitz. Let's go back there. Hold on. Do, 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 do. Let me go back here. I want to go to my groups. Where is my groups? Um, oh, my goodness. Now I'm getting calls from everybody. Hold on just a second. Let me see if I can pull this, pull this up. Hello, this is Lynn. God, it's hooked into the fax machine. Let's just stop. Okay, stop. Now you guys can see how tech savvy I am. It's just going to keep ringing off the fucking hook. Sorry, excuse me. It's going to be ringing off the hook. <laughs> okay, so real quick, I wanted to share with you Capital Pioneers in Oregon. They're having a tryout. November 17th, which is this weekend. Shout out to Coach Mike Ellington. Um, he has a birthday this weekend. I guess it's the 17th. I'm, I know it's the 17th. Let me say that. 
I know my husband's birthday is the 17th. I'm sure I will forget it before it gets to be his birthday. That's Sunday. Okay, so remind me, put it on my checklist. I got to go get a present for Coach Mike. Just kidding. Um, and then let's talk about, I want to talk about, there's this game going on um, with several of the WFA teams um, and a couple of the USWFL teams um, after the Tennessee Titans game. Um, just, again, more notoriety and more information um, about women's football getting out there. This, uh, the KT Tape sponsorship. Let's go to that real quick. So um, shout out to Lisa King and the WFA and um, the group that got this together. So um, all of the teams will be getting a bunch of stuff from KT Tape. They are a big sponsor of um, Women's Football Alliance. It says the sponsorship becomes the third major deal focusing on the health and safety of the athletes in the 2020 season for the WFA. Super excited about that. Shout out to everybody for making that happen. It's gonna help all of our teams um, provide better health and better safety for the players. So super excited about that. Um, I have, I'm sure that there's gonna be some other tryouts this weekend. Um, I'm just not sure. I think there was a Utah Blitz. Hold on, let me pull it up. Houston Power meets every weekend, Saturdays and Sundays, right? We talked about that. Um, and I'll just put it out there again. Houston Power has open practices on Saturdays from 12 to 2 um, at Stud, S or Stud, S-T-U-D-E, Stud Park. And then on Sundays, they go to Tom Bass Park in Houston. Sundays are 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Um, Pittsburgh Passion continues to have their open tryouts as well. Um, and then the DC Divas. I got the Phoenix Phantoms coming up this weekend. Carolina Phoenix on November 23rd. Trying to get through this stuff pretty, pretty quick because I already posted these and shared these. Um, and so... Everybody will be rocking and rolling on those tryouts. The idea again is to get as many ladies out to those tryouts and as quickly as possible so they can get um, ready and um, understanding of what women's football is. So real quick, last week I talked about the fact that I was going to, um, well, I touched on it, I thought about it and I thought, yes, this is what I wanna do. So I created this, I think it's 12 pages, something like that, yeah. Uh, women's football, football 101 guide, and it's on the internet. It's under supersmallbiz.com. You go under women's football, and it's one of the free resources there. But I thought about it, the fact that it's on um, online. You guys put in your email, download it, and you can use it. But I thought about the fact that there's nothing to listen to. So you could be learning this stuff while in your car, listening to the radio, listening to me, um, and getting to memorize some basics of women's football. Now this is for two things. Women that are new to football and or women that have played a year or two but were never taught the basic fundamental foundations. Um, I'm getting into terms. I'm getting into 
Um, offensive uh, players, defensive players, basic rules. Um, this is just your very, very basic. I'm not getting into schemes. I'm not getting into a 5-2 a or a 4-3 or anything like that. I'm getting into the basics of women's football. And this, the ideally, what I hope people use this for is uh, potential players or new players that have just signed on to be part of a women's football team, right, that may be a little concerned about their basic knowledge of football. And this will allow them to listen, listen, listen again at the recording and be able to maybe get a basic fundamental understanding of these things and maybe even be able to quiz themselves on um, the terms and information so that they are actually learning some basic uh, women's football stuff right now during November. So I'm gonna get started on that because it's not a bunch of stuff and a lot of people might be like, oh, this is so basic. I understand that, but um, our focus this year, 2020, is on the players. And that means players that have been around for two weeks or two decades. So I wanna make sure that people um, are understanding women's football. I feel that this information can um, make people a little bit more safe, um, can make a little people a little bit more knowledgeable about women's football. And so I'm happy to do it. I don't charge for this, it's not a, um, it's just a basic um, football 101 guide. So I'm, I start out with the terms alphabetically um, and I'm gonna go through that. So um, the center is the player that lines up in the center of the offensive line, the player that touches the ball and hikes it to the quarterback. Does that make sense? Um, the cornerback. So a cornerback and a quarterback are two different things. The cornerback is a defensive player responsible for defending against the wide receiver. So these are going to be in alphabetical order. And then what I've done here is I've provided you guys with some uh, offense and defensive feel. So the center and the cornerback are two different um, on two different teams within the team. One is on the offensive team. One is on the defensive team or defensive side of the ball, okay? Defense are the 11 players who attempt to stop the opposing team's offense or attempt to stop the opposing team from scoring. In other words, it's the team that does not have the ball. So the defense is the 11 people that are trying to not allow the people with the ball to make a touchdown. Okay, so a defensive back or DB, it's the second defense against the pass from the quarterback and helps stop the run. The DB is the second defense against the pass from the quarterback and helps stop the run. So when you're going on the um, field lineup here, and again, if you go in there and type this out or give your email, you can print out as many copies of this you want, and you can line up these different um, positions. Now the defensive end, the DE, is the player that blocks the outside edge of the defensive line. The DE, outside edge of the defensive line. What is the defensive line? The defensive ends and tackles who battle head to head against the offensive line. So the O-line and the D-line 
battle together or battle against each other. One is trying to get the ball. One is trying to get a touchdown. Um, e, end zone. So the end zone is the very end section of each end of the field. This is where the team needs to get in order to score. Hold on. Each team has its own end zone. So that is the where you get are able to score. The end zone is the very end section of each end of the field. Each team is going a different direction. Correct? Okay. So an extra point. Um, the attempted kick of the ball by the kicker is the play after the touchdown. The ball must pass through the uprights on the goalpost in the end zone. Now it can bump off the upright as long as it bounces in, it's a touchdown or it's a extra point, okay? So once somebody makes a touchdown, then they can go for an extra point. They can also go for two points, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay, so field goal. So in the event that you are not in a position to make a touchdown, it is a three-point kick of the ball by the kicker, usually attempted when the offense has not been able to score a touchdown, but is close enough to the end zone to get the ball through the uprights of the goalposts. This typically occurs on the fourth down or as the last attempt to score points for the offense on that drive. So typically you've gone three downs, you haven't been able to get a first down or whatever, and then on fourth down, if you're close enough, you your team may attempt to go for a field goal, three points. Um, so F, fullback. A fullback is a player that runs, blocks, and receives. So um, they're on the offensive side of the ball. And if you're watching football, you can typically um, figure out who the fullback is pretty easily. Okay, so fumble. Fumble is when a player loses possession of the ball during play and the other team gains possession of the ball. Now, I love doing this. Um, I love watching replays and um, seeing, you know, what the teams decide or what the refs decide. That's, that's fun for me. I don't know. Um, but my husband and I argue back and forth on which, whether it's going to be um, overturned or whether the call is going to stand, etc. So a fumble is when the player loses possession of the ball during a play and the other team gains possession. So if a player loses possession and his own player on his team regains possession of the ball, then it's not a fumble. Or it's a fumble and a fumble recovery by your own team. An interception. An interception is when a player loses possession of the ball during a play and the other team gains possession of the ball. Typically, it's the quarterback throws the ball towards his player and somebody else catches it. There was a good one last night. Um, the player almost caught it. He had to jump to get it. He tipped it and tipped it into the opposing team's hand, and that person ran it back for like 40 yards. A kicker. Some people say it's the most expensive 
player on the team because he doesn't do much but kick the ball every once in a while. The kicker is the player who kicks the ball during kickoff, extra points, and field goals. Some teams have different kickers, a kicker that does one and a kicker that does something else because of their expertise or their ability to guide the ball. Okay, what is a kickoff? The kickoff is the kicking of the ball that occurs after a score or at the beginning of each half. It puts the ball into play to start the first and second halves or after the touchdown or a field goal. So anytime there's a score. Okay, you'll have a kickoff to the other team. The linebacker. Brian Erlacher was a linebacker. Sorry, getting off, getting off tangent. Just had to share that. But a linebacker is a player who lines up behind the defensive line to tackle the quarterback or defend against a pass or run. So they're trying to stop uh, the ball, stop the person with the ball. Line of scrimmage, it's an imaginary line that extends across the football field at the front nose of the football before the play begins. So typically, if you're watching it on television, um, this imaginary line, they are actually coloring it in now. They'll have like a black line and a white line, and then they'll have the area in between will be extra green. Um, and it'll show like that line of scrimmage and then where they need to get to to get a first down. Nose guard. It's the player who lines up across from the offensive team's center. So the nose guard typically goes against the center. Offense. Offense are the 11 players who attempt to score. In other words, the side that has the ball. So like we talked about offense and defense, offense is the 11 players who attempt to score and defense are the 11 players that attempt to make it so they can't score. So the offensive guard, the two players that line up on either side of the center. So the guards are on either side of the center. Okay, so the O-line or the offensive line, they keep the defense away. Line positions include the center who snaps the ball, the guards and the tackles. The offensive tackles are the two players that line up on either side of the guards, right? So you have the, the center, the guards, the tackles, okay? They're facing the D-line. The punter is the kicker that punts the ball over to the opposing team on the fourth down. In women's football, the kicker and the punter are typically the same person. So the punter usually tries to do it, do a long kick, not necessarily a very directional kick through the uprights. So sometimes those are two different things. In NFL, they're typically two different things. On a women's football team, they may not be. The quarterback. The quarterback or QB is the one that receives the ball or gets the ball snapped to them from the center. They then pass the ball to the receiver or hand it off to a runner or running back. Let me say that again because there's a lot of terminology in there. So the quarterback receives the snap or the ball from the center, whether they're under the center when it's snapped or whether they're behind the center, say five or six yards, okay? So the quarterback receives the snap from the center and passes the ball to a receiver or that's passes throws or hands off 
gives it to the running back. A running back is usually lined up by or around the quarterback. So sometimes the uh, running back is behind or to the side of the quarterback. She gets the ball from the quarterback, then tries to run through the defense. Or sometimes that person switches name of position and then um, defends, gives fakes that they got the ball so that the quarterback can run it. A sack. A sack is when a quarterback is tackled behind the line of scrimmage. Sorry, that's supposed to be behind. A sack is when the quarterback is tackled behind the line of scrimmage. This causes the team to move back or have more yards to go within their four downs. Safety. So safety is typically on the very back. Sorry, I'm going in. I'm just, I'm trying to explain it with my own words that I didn't, hadn't written out, but I should probably stick to this. When the ball carrier on offense is tackled on her, in her own end zone. Oh, I was going to say safety, the position. A safety, which is two points, happens when the ball carrier on the offense is tackled in her own end zone. So that means that you've been backed up, backed up, backed up to your own end zone. The other team would receive two points for a safety. I apologize. I thought I was talking about the position safety. Special teams. The players used in the various kicking situations, kickoffs, punts, and field goals. Those are called special teams, and they're not the offense or defense. They're called special teams when you're going out there to either kick off um, receive the, the um, football, punt it, or during a field goal attempt. A tight end, a TE, is a player that can work like an offensive lineman or a wide receiver. A touchdown is when the ball reaches the end zone and the team gets six points. A two-point conversion. So real quick, we earlier talked about extra point, and I said an extra point is an attempt to kick the ball by the kicker the play after the touchdown, the ball must pass through the uprights of the goalposts, and they get one extra point. Sometimes they'll go for two points, and it's called a two-point conversion. And after the touchdown, the offense can decide not to kick that extra point and in turn attempt to do a two-point conversion by running or throwing the ball into the end zone. This play starts at the three-yard line. And it looks like our last... Our last dictionary word or our last term is wide receiver, which is WR, player that catches the ball when thrown by the quarterback. Okay, so that's our terms. Now, um, inside this guide, I've allowed for additional terms that you want to put down in here and remember. Um, I also recommend that people fill out some index cards if they want. However you learn best is the way you want to learn these new terms. It's just like school, just like a new language. Um, next, I'm going to move into the rules of the game. Um, I really think it's important for all the players to memorize the various positions. 
um, take time to determine which players on the team are those positions. Um, it really helps you to conceptualize the concepts and really, um, really get to learn it as opposed to just memorizing it. In the beginning, you're just gonna wanna memorize it. And then as you continue to experience it in practices, um, you'll really start to understand um, who is what and why they do the things they do or what their position requires. As the coach introduces schemes and calls specific plays, um, each person on the field will have an assigned task. Most importantly, you wanna learn your assigned task, right? But once you get more advanced in your ability to, you know, tell what it's gonna be or know what you're supposed to do, then you can start to determine if the people around you are doing what they're supposed to do. Um, having a basic understanding of what each player does will help you understand um, how the play call affects what and when a person is doing something and when you're supposed to do it. So what I did was, <coughs> I'm sorry guys, starting to get an itch in my throat um, from all of my talking. So. Um, I want to make sure that I get this done before I start to get sick. Inside the guide, I put a really basic uh, football, uh, defensive football field and offensive football field. And, um, and you could go through and, and find some online, I guess. And, you know, just try to quiz yourself on what um, those are about and what, what each position does and what each position name is. So I'm gonna go over the basic rules. And again, this is the super basic of basic. Um, in football 102 guide, I'm gonna put some of the extra details. So I look forward to having that done here in the coming weeks. So basic rules. Okay, so football can seem complicated. Um, I'll tell you a real quick story. Um, just to kind of go down memory lane, but um, I, I remember vividly um, being about, oh, I don't know, 12 or th maybe 13, maybe 14 years old, maybe 15, um, being in trouble and I got grounded. And so my choice was either to sit in my room with no television and do nothing, or I could go out in the living room, but I had to watch what my dad was watching. My mom was at work, I think, for most of the day. And so finally I just got tired of being in my room and I went out and he was watching football. And so it probably took me about 15 minutes, maybe half an hour moping around. And then I started to ask questions like, what is that person doing? Why is that person doing that now? What is that? And he started to um, educate me or, or give me the kind of the basics of the game. He probably doesn't know it, that um, he's the one that um, really got me interested in football and the fact that he was willing to explain the fundamentals and the basics of it um, was a big deal to me. So um, he probably doesn't know that now because he wonders why I do this crazy stuff. But anyway, um, so let's talk about the basic rules of women's football. Um, so I have questions in here. It says, who, who's the home team? Um, but I'm gonna go through and just basically um, 
walk you through some different things here. Typically the home team wears the darker jersey and the visitors usually wear the light colored jersey. In women's football, it's the same. Um, sometimes um, the home team can elect to allow it to go a different way, but the home team has to approve it. Um, because in women's football, some teams only have one jersey. And um, so it might be difficult to determine uh, if it's gray or darker blue or navy blue. Um, so we, they have to make sure that um, everybody has a color. So for example, one team only has a light colored jersey, then they might have the visitors wear a dark colored jersey. I don't think that typically happens anymore, but it is allowed if the home team says it's okay. Most teams are pretty flexible in that kind of stuff. Okay, so how long is a game? So there are four 15 minute quarters are typical of a, a game. Two quarters are, uh, are considered a half of the game. And so then we'll have a halftime. So there's two quarters, then a halftime, and then two more quarters. Um, the games typically take so long because you're always stopping the clock um, for, for various reasons. Sometimes because the, the ball's no longer in play or because of a television commercial break, something like that. Each of the teams receives three timeouts per half. Um, each team goes into the locker room at halftime. Um, and depending on it, um, typically halftime lasts 15 minutes, but I've seen on some places where it's lasted up to 25 minutes. Um, but typically the team goes into the locker room during that time and readjusts everything for the second half of the game or goes to the bathroom or takes a drink or whatever. In women's football, it typically goes by a lot faster because a lot of teams don't have um, halftime shows. Um, we try to do halftime shows at the stadiums that allow it. In women's football, sometimes the teams choose not to even go in the locker room during halftime if it's far away. And let's see here. The other reason why, team, why the game lasts so long is because of uh, penalties, injuries. I already talked about um, commercial breaks, but penalties and player injuries can also make the clock stop, and that's why the game lasts longer. So the quarterback is the one who stands behind the line of players. Everybody kind of knows who the quarterback is. Um, another player called the center hikes the ball to her through her legs, either while she's under center or she does a long snap. Once the quarterback has the ball, she can throw the ball to a receiver, give the ball to a runner, or run the ball herself. Let's talk a little bit about points. So a touchdown is when the ball gets into the end zone, like we talked about in the terms. The end zone is the 10 yards at each end of the field. The team receives six points each time they are able to get the ball into the end zone. If the team scores a touchdown, they have two options, right? We talked about this. So they can either kick the ball through the goalpost for one point, this is called an extra point, and is done so by the kicker. On the other hand, the ball can be run into the end zone for a two-point conversion. This is only for the one play after the touchdown. 
In a situation where offense did not make a touchdown, but got close to the end zone during their time on the field, the coach will typically call for, I don't know what, for a field goal, three points. This usually happens when the team has gone 20 or 30 yards, or is within 20 or 30 yards from the end zone. So they've gone down the field, they're within 20 or 30 yards from the end zone, but they're just not going to make it there. They may attempt to kick a field goal, three points. Some women's football teams don't have a kicker or have a hard time getting the ball to go 30 full yards. If the kicker can get the ball through the uprights on in the goalpost, it's worth three points for a field goal. Another way to score is from a safety, which is the two points. We talked about earlier when I was uh, confusing it, because there is a position on the field called safety, and it's usually the on the uh, it's on the defensive side of the ball, and it's the last line of defense to to stop somebody from getting a touchdown. Okay, they're usually positioned right outside the end zone. Okay, so let's talk about what downs are. So when a team has a possession of the ball, they are playing offense. The offense has four downs or plays to move the ball a minimum of 10 yards. Every time a team gets the minimum of 10 yards, it is called a first down. The team starts again with a first down and 10 yards to go. I hope that makes sense because that's very important basic rule. You get four downs to get 10 yards. Now, what about a penalty? Football is a pretty com uh, complicated sport. There are, is a whole rule book in which the officials get tested on and when an official sees a penalty, they will typically throw a flag from their belt to indicate to the crowd. Um, and those at home, of course, on television, that there was a problem on the play. Penalties range from five yards to 15 yards. The penalty imposed depends on the importance of the rule that has been broken, okay? So somebody will throw a penalty flag and say it's a personal foul, 15 yards. They will move the ball back 15 yards. So somebody may get, may have four downs to get 25 yards, right? So they had four downs to get 10 yards. But if somebody got a penalty, personal foul, it may move back so they'll have more than 10 yards to go. So for this session, I just had some more basic information. I'm not sure that you guys have to know this stuff. So a football field is 100 yards long and 160 feet wide. But there, that's a trick. It's actually 120, right? Because each end zone is 10 yards, right? So it's 100 yards in between and then 10 in the one end zone and 10 in the other. Or, yeah, so it's actually 120 yards, right? 11 players are allowed on the field for each team at a time. So 11 offense, 11 defense. That's why sometimes you'll hear the call, uh, 12 men in the huddle. That's because they had more than 11 actually on the field. The offensive line is a tackle, guard, center, guard, and tackle. So if you line them up 
tackle, guard, center, guard, tackle. When the teams line up, no one can be over the line of scrimmage. The center's hand is on the ball. The ball is placed in the neutral zone, the area between offense and defense. On offense, seven out of 11 players on the field must be on the line at the beginning of the play. That's important too, so let me reset it. On offense, seven out of the 11 players on the field must be on the line at the beginning of the play. So I hope this information has been helpful. My goal here is to try and um, get as many people um, subscribed or joined the Women's Football Success because the Women's Football Success group is actually a way better platform for me to do this through, less time consuming. So I'm actually gonna do a live Facebook group here in a little bit and share with you guys some um, tasks and strategies, okay? I hope you guys have a good week. Keep sending me your information and I'm gonna get some people lined up to um, be on the show, the radio show and the Facebook Live. You can reach me through, um, I don't know, <laughs> Women's Football Success. You can go to Super Small Biz and click on the Women's Football. Um, you can get me through my personal email, which is libertyellington at gmail, or through my law office, libertyellingtonlaw at gmail.com. I prefer you not do that um, unless it's of a legal nature, but if that's the only way you can find me, feel free to do that. Okay, my phone number is 479-747-3693. I hope you guys have a great week. I hope this is helpful. Please, you know, listen and listen and listen to this um, show for football 101 and uh, I'll be putting out football 102 guide um, with a little bit more detail um, and some things about the penalties um, and other lingo. I hope you guys have a great week. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.